inspirational leaders aligned with our passions and interests in a hyper-connected world. We're all about tribes. We join tribes that speak to us and align with our vibe. In Tribe Goals, we share time with key lifestyle and industry change makers as they share some of their inspirations, thinking, and flow with their communities. We'll see how they started and grew their tribe, as well as which they have joined, and how that has fueled them every other week. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith, and we'll navigate our favorites in our show, Tribe Goals. On today's Tribe Goals, we're chatting with WTA and U.S. Open 2017 winner, Sloane Steffens. We find out how she came to tennis, as well as her decision to go pro. We also go over her focus this season as she takes on an array of matches, the importance of staying healthy, and what it's like to represent Team USA in 2016 for the Olympic Games at Rio. that you realized that you wanted to be a tennis player? And at what point did you decide that you were going to go pro? Well, I started playing tennis kind of, I lived across the street in the club and like my mom always secretly wanted me to be a tennis player. I don't know why, but <laughs> I just started playing. I, it was just, honestly, just for fun. I started in like summer camps and like playing across the street at the club and that was pretty much how I started. And then when I turned pro, like obviously for tennis, you either have to decide if you're going to go to college or turn pro. And I got to like that, like little middle ground. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to try it and see what happens. And, um, it worked out. Obviously it was tough at the beginning, obviously, because you're kind of like transitioning into pros and it's like, it's a whole different like ball game. But, um, yeah, that's kind of how I, I decided it wasn't anything like profound. It was just like, okay, I'm going to try it and just see. And, Hopefully it works out, fingers crossed, but um, yeah, just kind of just went for it. And you won the U.S. Open in 2017. What are your goals to reclaim that title this year? Well, I mean, obviously every tournament you go, like a year later, two years later, remember the draws are always different, so you're playing against all new players. It's, like, it's a whole different scenario, and I think um, for me the most important part is staying healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been really big for me obviously I got injured and I missed 11 months and that was kind of when I had my like, career reset and um, it wasn't fun but it was definitely something that I always like kind of keep in the back of my mind like obviously I never want to go back there to that point just being able to reset and stay healthy and like since I've been back I haven't had that many injuries it's just like a little nagging stuff that normally everyone gets nothing big which has been great Yeah, and um, yeah just like most importantly just staying healthy you know I know that you've been a partner with Built With Chocolate Milk since 2017 why are you such a big fan of chocolate milk in general? Well, before I even signed them, I was always drinking chocolate milk. Like, I love chocolate milk. And then when they told me, I don't know, I was like at the Olympic Committee probably like seven or eight years ago, and they were like, yeah, chocolate milk like, helps you recover. So, like, you can actually drink it. And I was like, oh, perfect. Now I don't have to convince anyone that I need to drink mm-hmm. chocolate milk. Like, I can just drink it all the time. So, when I signed with them, I was like, oh, it's perfect because I actually do drink chocolate milk. So, it's actually very, like, in my routine. Exactly. So, like, it actually helped me like it was very natural but I was like okay this is perfect like super easy something I already use it's good for me it's gonna help me recover help me stay fit injury free so it kind of just went into the general like okay this is good for you this is what you need and like obviously chocolate milk I've had a great partnership with them so far so I was like oh this is great it was perfect what are your goals for 2019 or what are you looking forward to in 2019 in terms of the season um, oh, just a lot of travel. Obviously, there's a lot of travel throughout the entire year. Mm-hmm. The year before the Olympics. So 
um, staying healthy and playing a full season is really important. Um, obviously, just trying to you know maintain throughout the year is obviously something that we all try to do. That's why it's like recovery and rest and nutrition. Like that's all really important. Why chopping milk is important for recovery. And because you're traveling on the road probably like 30 weeks a year. Which wow. Is so. Um, yeah, so exactly, like being able to maintain and just stay healthy and being able to recover and sleep, like all of that plays such an important role. So, um, yeah, maintenance is like the biggest thing I feel like for this year. Well, I know that you were in Rio for 2016. How did that feel to represent, you know, the U.S. at the Olympic Games? And are you planning to go to Tokyo in 2020? So obviously Rio was amazing. It was my first Olympics, so I was super pumped about that. Obviously an incredible like experience just in general. And I yeah, I definitely do want to play the next Olympics, which would be really great for me. It's a lot of hard work. Like you have to we're playing Fed Cup, like I just finished playing Fed Cup and it's played a certain amount of Fed Cups to qualify for the Olympics mm-hmm. to be eligible. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. But um obviously playing for your country, playing for the playing the Olympics is the greatest honor you could have playing representing your country. So um, yeah, like my first opening ceremony was incredible. Like I hope like one more because the one after that I'd probably be too old. Mm-hmm. So this is like my last go at it, which I'm excited for. But um, I think yeah, I think it'll be great. I, I always think that the Olympics is a great time. And, you know, from Athleisure Mag's perspective of the magazine, we always love talking to Olympic athletes and those that have been involved in it. And many of our, our listeners and readers are always so shocked about like how much time is spent in preparing for that, as opposed to just seeing the games, you know, when it hits your television screen. So we'll have to keep our eye out to see yeah. what you're up to, because that is just so amazing. Yeah, no, it takes a, like all the qualification factors and everything you have to do leading up to the Olympics. Like everyone just sees like what happens when you're at the Olympics competing, but mm-hmm. like before that, it's like a year and a half of like yeah. qualifications and tournaments and like it, it's a lot of stuff. So um, to get there is obviously amazing, because that means you've been through a lot just to get there. Well, I think that your Sloan Stephens Foundation is so interesting. Would you mind telling us more about it just so that our listeners and, and also our readers when they read this later in the issue can learn more about that. Yeah, so I have a foundation in Compton, California, and it's in the school district. So it's we have 23 schools after school that do after school tennis, and then we have a, a Saturday tennis program, and then we have a recess tennis program. So a lot of schools are taking out recess, which is like really important. I feel like and in Compton, tennis isn't like a predominant sport. So um, being able to bring tennis into that community and kind of just show them, you know, what it's all about and how mm-hmm. it's fun, and you know, the tools that tennis can give you and how you can use tennis basically as like a vehicle to get you to where you need to be is whether it's just like on a high school team, on a college team, a community college team, whatever it may be, like, you know, maybe a job in tennis, maybe you want to work at Tennis Channel, you want to work, you know, for a tennis magazine. Like yep. there's a lot of different things that you can do with tennis. There's so many, so many different ways you can kind of like branch out. And I think um, just giving those kids the opportunity to seek more in life, whether, mm-hmm. like I said, whether it be a job or a tennis team or whatever, like I think that tennis has given me obviously a lot in my life. And I've used tennis as a vehicle to get me to a lot of different places and, and you know, different things that I wanted to do in my life. And um, without tennis, obviously, I would have never been able to accomplish so many of those things. And I think being able to give that opportunity back to a community so deserving, um, it just makes me feel really good inside because I know that I'm, I'm doing something more. Like it's, it's beyond me. It's more than it's for the community. That is just so amazing that you understand that purpose and give that to so many different people. So we're all about tribes and the importance of people that inspire you and, and how you inspire others. Who are three people in your life that you're inspired by that have either helped you personally or in your career? Um, yeah, I've a few. Like, obviously, my mom has been very supportive of my career. Uh, 
kids, so it's just like me, my mom, my brother. So mm-hmm. um, they've been very, very supportive. Obviously, anything that I wanted to do, they were like, okay, go for it, have fun, like, you know, do, mm-hmm. what, do what you want to do. So that's been, been great. And then other than that, just my grandparents, um, they've been super supportive. Like everything that, you know, that I wanted to do, um, they're just like, yeah, go for it, have fun. Like, it works out great. If not, like, great, you can still come home. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like I've had that kind of, that attitude in my life. Like, you know, like, you know, if it works out, give your best. Like, if it works out great. If not, like, get back to it, work hard, figure something else out. Like, I've kind of just kind of lived my life that way, and I think that was pretty cool. I know that you're energized from the insights on today's episode of Tribe Goals. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Premium. Tribe Goals is a member of the Multimedia Podcast Network Athleisure Studio, part of Athleisure Media and Athleisure Mag. Visit us at athleisurestudio.com backslash tribe goals and follow us on Instagram at tribe.goals to see new episodes of Tribe Goals as well as to see what other shows we have launched throughout our network. Tribe Goals is hosted by me, Kimmy Smith, and is executive produced by Paul Farkas and myself. Our theme music, Rough and Deep, performed by Jerkalik. I'll be back in two weeks with our next Tribe Goals guest. <laughs>